Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today's exploration is about crying, and it came from um, a post that I interacted with recently on social media, where the question was, um, whether or not it was okay to cry and how how people kind of felt about it and I was really interested in the comments on the post which many of which pointed to the fact that um you know we feel a bit better don't we once we've had a when we when we've experienced like a period of crying when we've had had a good cry I think is what the, the phrase that people were using that we we somehow feel a little better afterwards and I have definitely noticed that because in my well I've always been a bit of a crier actually if I'm honest (laughs) not that I'm bothered about it but I have always been a little bit of a crier um I I cry quite easily at things on the television things that are emotional I used to cry at things like x factor especially if the camera went on to the parents in the audience (laughs) that would would always get me all sorts of I've cried at soap operas I've cried at television all sorts of things I've even cried on on these sessions before now which is fine I I used to care a lot about what the people think thought about me crying but I really don't care now not bothered at all Um, because I think there's something there about accepting that crying is part of being human that's the first thing like Everything is part of being human. If you're doing it, if you're experiencing it, if you're not liking it, whatever it is, know that it's part of being human if you're experiencing it. Like it's not a sign there's anything wrong with you. Um, and so I, I, I kind of have become more at ease with crying as I've got older, I think, and been fine about it. Um, I remember one funny occasion where a couple of a couple of Christmases ago, um, going to watch a, a movie over Christmas with my fiance and my daughter. They're sat either side of me, and, and I had cried at all of the adverts before the film. The film was a bit of a tearjerker, I think. I probably cried cried the film too, but I had cried at um, at all the adverts before the film even started and my my other half and my daughter thought it was very amusing um that I was but I was kind of laughing at my crying because I just don't care really doesn't really matter but somebody on the you know somebody kind of asked on this social media post I'm talking about that asked what what the um what the why why we kind of feel better after it why why is it that we feel a bit better after we have cried and i i had a little think about this in terms of what i speak about in terms of how the mind really works and how human experience is created so a bit of helpful background would be to understand that thoughts 
create our feelings. So if you're crying, it's because you've got some thinking that that is instigating that. You might not be consciously aware of the thinking, but there is a the two sides of the same coin, our thoughts and our feelings. And of course, crying comes from a feeling state, doesn't it? It comes from a state of mind, how you are in that moment. And, and that also our thoughts have a natural propensity to move on. they're They're not supposed to hang around. And you'll notice that even when you're caught up in something, each subsequent thought about that thing, if you're overthinking something, each subsequent thought isn't exactly the same as the one before. They kind of, they, there's thought, comma, thought, comma, thought, comma, isn't there? And so that, that because they're always moving on, you can't actually stop them moving on. You can't hang on to a thought. It's natural, naturally got um, a, a, a desire, not a desire, but it just a, it's just what it does. Like a river keeps flowing, our flo- our thoughts are supposed to keep flowing. Like the weather keeps changing, like the seasons keep passing on. Our thinking is is of the same energy as that. So what often happens when we experience some emotion or some thought that we don't really want to have is we get heavily involved in that. We try to shift it. We try to change it because we've been told right from being very young, but then probably even more so if you've got involved in a lot of self-development, that, that that's our job, to, to shift our thinking, to shift our feelings, to make them change. We've been told that that's our job. Um, and so ordinarily, things don't pass very quickly because we're very caught up in the thinking about them or we're caught up in the, the desire to change them and make them different. So what I think crying does is it allows our natural system to to boot up really and get on with doing what it's supposed to do, which is allowing our thinking to move through. And I think it does that because crying is quite messy, isn't it? Like once you're crying, you have to think about finding a tissue you have to, you know, wipe your eyes. You might be like, if you're a woman, you're trying to stop your mascara running down your face. You're, you maybe want to be like moving out of the way of other people. Or there's quite a lot to do once you start crying, isn't there? There's your nose, uh, and you've got to blow your nose, guys. I mean, that is a system in the human body that could just do without working that way. The whole thing of once you start crying, your nose starts running. It's just not funny, is it? Um, but it, it they seem to come together. So I think that maybe while we're caught up in crying, the natural system of our thinking, there's a bit of space there. The, the thinking is getting back into its flowing state, which is how it kind of works best. There's a bit more space between the thoughts because you're concentrating on something else. You're kind of distracted by the crying. And so when you stop crying, when you kind of, oh, you know, you've had that cry, sometimes you feel a bit tired, don't you? Because you physically expended energy. But there's just some space there. Because you're thinking, the thinking that got you into that emotional state in the first place has had the opportunity to move on, to, to pass by. So I think particularly if you're, I mean, I cry when I'm angry, I cry when I'm frustrated. There's all sorts of different emotions that that almost seem to just, I think they build up to the point, don't they, where crying actually happens. 
And I think that, you know, that, that explosion of emotion is a distraction for a little while. And it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long for us to be distracted enough for the system to start working properly again without us interfering quite so much as, um, as we might um, ordinarily do. And the crying does that. It gives us that space. It gives us a distraction. It allows things to move on. And so then there is, as I say, a little bit more space and a little bit more clarity. And and I don't know about you, but when I've had a good cry, afterwards, I, I just do have a little, seem to have a little bit more space in my head the solutions to the problem or, or or there doesn't seem to be as much of a problem anymore. It doesn't seem quite so pressing um, because I think it's just allowed us, allowed the system to start working and allowed new thought to come in. And new thought it is the most helpful stuff, really. Space brings forth that creativity. So a solution might occur to us or an idea or something that makes the the thing we were crying about feel a little less um a little less pressing perhaps so i think that particularly i mean we cry for all sorts of reasons and, and none of them are wrong all of them are perfect because they're happening in you and you're perfect too but I think particularly when we're really caught up with something and crying seems to be the thing that's come from that level of, of angst, I suppose. That's why it's helpful, is that then everything starts moving again as it's supposed to. And then there's a bit more space and a bit more clarity. But yeah, just, just get curious about this. Just notice it when you you know, have you been crying and have you noticed how there's a bit more clarity afterwards? Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.